Hello everyone and welcome to PaxP Gamers episode 18. On this show we have all kinds of news and we're going to cover the World Video Game Hall of Fame. Yeah, that should Boom. be fun. Boom. Sir, drop the mic, let's pack it up and go home. <laughs> right? We did the show in less than 30 seconds. Wrap it up. Dude, did, did we have the exact same intro last time? I feel like you said the same thing. I feel like I said the same thing. <laughs> They're all blending together. I don't know. This is not, this is a different episode, I assure you. This is not a, a, a rerun. And for those of you wondering, if you're like, well, what happened to last week's episode? Uh, unfortunately, Roman had to depart for the week to go enjoy a little bachelor party fun. So he's back now, in and we Texas. can continue. Uh, yeah, in places. Texas. Hey, that's where I'm from, so I can appreciate oh. it. So can you comment? <laughs> oh, on how you're, you're like, oh. <laughs> Victor, can, can you comment on how flat it is? <laughs> There's oh, nothing like, it's just oh, a flat yeah. plane. Yeah, it, it is super. Well, I mean, it's the Great Plains of the of the Midwest, right? Or, you know, South or whatever. They, well, they wouldn't want to call it. But, yeah, it's very flat. And I would say mostly, well, not mostly brown, but kind of brown. Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of green. I would say if God was designing the world in like Maya, like 3D, you know, a 3D program, Maya, right? Yeah. Texas would be the easiest one to design because it'd just be one flat plane. <laughs> hey, do you think that's where this whole flat earth theory comes from? Like, well, uh, the state of Texas is flat, so, uh, Maybe that's I, mean, where live, yeah. I mean, the world must be flat, right? <laughs> anyway. uh, actually, you know, maybe we should look into that. Um, actually, in fact, so the flat earth theory, I was watching some documentaries about it not too long ago. Um, it's freaking crazy, dude. Like one of the theories they have is that the, the, the world is one flat plane, right? And it has this invisible dome uh, uh, over it, right? So the bottom's totally empty like the, beneath it, right? But the top of it has like where we live, like above us is like this big dome, Mm-hmm. And the, and the reason that we're not fl- like floating around everywhere without gravity, that there is no gravity, right? What they think is that we're flying upwards at nine point was like nine point eight meters per second squared, right? Because that's a, that, that's at what rate objects fall to the Earth. So they think that we're constantly flying up through space, like just barely missing objects somehow, like missing everything, Whoa. or maybe there's nothing in space at all. But like that's what it is. Like there's, like, there's one big flat rock that's just constantly flying forward in space so we're basically well and the universe is gigantic so technically they're saying we're ants on a flying spaceship through space yeah which i guess isn't too different from the current model we have where it's just like a a a ball yeah you know floating around another ball in this case in this case it's half a sphere so here's the question are they really that crazy or are we just blind to the truth don't tell me they're converting you I don't know. I just, I, as I'm talking through this, I'm like, my God, it makes just as much sense as anything else. <laughs> no, it does not. Well, here's why. Here's why it makes just as much sense. It's because we don't know any better. Like you, myself, and anybody else that we know have never actually been up in space, right? All we have sure. is some dudes in lab coats telling us, hey, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, but but why go to great lengths? What to Why to alter the the reality of what the earth is if like if it's round why would they go to great lengths to lie to us there's no benefit okay my argument just falling apart i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> moving on this is a video game podcast not a flat earth podcast yeah so thank you for joining us episode 18 bam you want to start off with the news <laughs> all right on the news so the first thing i want to cover is uh three big games came out very recently mm-hmm. uh the reviews are in and the three games are sea of thieves Mm-hmm. A Way Out and Far Cry 5. Have you looked at the reviews for each of these? Uh, I have, but why don't you surprise us and myself with, with what you so know? Here's the big shocker. Sea of Thieves, Metacritic, 69. Mm, that's Below a C-. Yeah, yeah. That's the, really disappointing. It's, well, yeah. It's yeah. disappointing, especially considering that I'm an Xbox fan, right? This was a game that had so much promise and it had, was something to look forward to for all the Xbox fanatics. Now and is that 69? Is that rating like for good or, or can it still fluctuate because it's still very it's still very soon in the release of the game. I would think uh, that I mean it might fluctuate a little bit but most of the big ones are in. So Oh, like, because those are actual critics and they've already criticized yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so, okay, I see. And that's what it's at right now, 69. Well, what about a uh, user review, or what's that based off of? I don't Do know. You know. It's it's probably a bunch of Sony fanboys giving it zeros. Because <laughs> I, I, I thought I kind of noticed it getting um, somewhat good, good reviews. Mm. I mean, so if user reviews are honest, right, most user people, most users... They probably haven't dedicated as much time as the critics have, just because like, like a critic would have forty hours straight, like a full works week, to play this game, right? Mm. And a user probably wouldn't have that because they have an actual job. Um, so they, I don't know if they're like as reliable in a game like this that it requires a lot of time. But the the main complaint with Sea of Thieves was just it feels like you're grinding for the sake of grinding, right? There's not really anything to do like, I mean there's, there's things to do I shouldn't say that there's nothing to do there's nothing to advance towards right there's, there's the, the rank of like legendary pirate or whatever which somebody but, has already received I think a streamer yeah but even then like like after you get that what next like it doesn't feel like there's really something to go towards and it's because I think part of it at least is because all of the unlocks that you get through progression are uh, are just the little cosmetic items like there's mm-hmm. nothing that really changes the way you play the game. There's no gameplay changes, and which is, could be a good thing in the sense that, like, if you're somebody, like, let's say you and me, like, we don't necessarily play games every night, not even close, right? We play like maybe once a week, um, and uh, and with that, like, if we were to hop out and hop back in like once a week, the good thing is that we're on an even keel with everybody else, right? There, nobody can be like way far above us like they were, say, like, in the division, right, or in Destiny. Where they have like way better weapons and they, they, they be able to use like these tricky tricky power-ups or whatever the hell it is right yeah um and sea of thieves everything is balanced which is nice but on the other hand it's like beyond like beyond just playing it doesn't really offer anything anything and so i think the best way to summarize it was actually summarized by uh and one of the guys at ign who said that sea of thieves and i'm paraphrasing but he said sea of thieves is, is kind of like going to a bar and playing pool, right? So as long as you look at it that way, where you, you, you do it for the sake of having fun with friends rather than mm-hmm. progressing to something bigger, like it's a really fun game. But if you're looking at it in terms of like actually progressing a character and growing that character, it's, it's you know, ultimately hollow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can so. see. I, isn't that kind of the complaint, or not necessarily complaint, but the issue it had during like the... Uh, alpha or the beta or not necessarily well, this not necessarily the recent beta right before it but like before that when people got to i guess play a little bit of it that was like the complaint like there wasn't enough content there wasn't something that you had like like you say a progression towards yeah that was the concern right but nobody really knew for sure because betas are often just like a, a chunk of a game right the full game so maybe people thought that hey this is maybe in the actual game there'll be more yeah and, but there wasn't <laughs> and that's it on the other hand so what you, so oh, so what do you think so you think it's you think it's going to drop off fairly well, quickly or you think it'll gain steam and you know then what? i think sea of thieves is the perfect game for um the game pass the xbox game pass mm-hmm. and i am actually so you know how we talked about game pass before in the past and i was like i, I wasn't really gonna hold on it and neither were you like neither one of us really thought of getting it but now I'm seriously considering getting Game Pass because Sea of Thieves, maybe I'll play it for a month or two, right? So I could spend, say, 20 bucks on the Game Pass and play Sea of Thieves for those two months until I'm bored of it. And instead yeah. of paying $60 for this new game, I'll only pay like 10 or 20 bucks. Yeah. Or, and then by that time, maybe State of Decay 2 will be out and then you can play that. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be good. I mean, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, who knows? Uh,. So next up on our list, A Way Out, mm-hmm. which got a Metacritic score of 80, at least at the time of when I checked this. Uh, and A Way Out, for anybody that doesn't know, is a, is a co-op-only game. Uh, it's couch co-op or online. And what's really neat about this is, like, let's say you buy this game, right, and your friend hasn't. The game will let you play it, with, with who, even if a, the other person doesn't have it. It'll still let them download and play the game with you, as long as you have the game. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that neat? Yeah. That's a Yeah, it's a really cool thing. So that game got a, a user score of 80. It's not a very long game. It'll take about you know six, seven, eight hours to beat in total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's from everything I've seen, it's a really fun game. Check it out. Um, and it's unique, which is nice. Uh, and last up on our list is the big one, Far Cry 5. Mm-hmm. And highest rated of all these games at a nice, steady 81 on the PS4. It was an 84 on Xbox One, but I think it's just because it didn't have as many reviews on the yeah. Xbox One. So let's uh-huh. just go to 81. Um, overall, though, like I mean, it's Far Cry 5. Like, the only thing I would say is one thing I was disappointed with in Far Cry 5 is that one. The, I think my favorite part of all of the Far Cry 3 and 4 was the hunting element. Right, mm-hmm. we stalk the prey. You, you shoot it. You take its skins. You make cool stuff. That's gone. Really? Yes. Yeah, so, they I mean, took the crafting still, thing away. Yeah, you can still kill animals if you want to, but the crafting is now replaced by just like power, like powering up, like leveling up. Oh. So you're not really incentivized to do all the cool hunting or anything that you did in the past, which really sucks, mm-hmm. right? Because I really, really, really enjoyed that. So wait, so you can't? So you don't hunt the? Uh the animals anymore to like craft a bigger ammo cache or a bigger ammo bag or belt so from what it's, i haven't played it but from from what i've uh what i've put together from others who have is that you don't you mm-hmm. basically have like kill like this bag these type of bad guys three times and you get this upgrade kill like silently kill somebody else um kill this dude with a flamethrower whatever right like, uh... do, do like little like little like achievements right mm-hmm. and that's what you get so you don't have to really hunt you don't have to hunt anymore at all which oh, sucks oh I see yeah that was so bummer bad. I did because there's like um, there was certain missions or say something I was supposed to go to a new area of the map and I wouldn't want to proceed to that new area until I like upgraded my um, yeah. weapons like how many weapons you could have because like in the beginning you can only carry two and then you can pr- progress and craft your belt or whatever it is to carry three and then four and so like I wouldn't go past a certain point in the game until I felt that I upgraded the right thing like my ammo bag yeah. or how many grenades I can carry so if they eliminated that that's kind of that's kind of a bummer yeah, it really, really sucks. Because I think that and added a good depth dude, to it. Dude, here's another bummer. That's not all. So one thing, that, another thing I've really enjoyed about Far Cry was that it wasn't like Halo, right, where you felt like this like ultimate Spartan that could just like destroy everyone in his path and you feel like super empowered, right? You you had to be sneaky and you had to be smart about how you approach different uh, different parts of the game. Right? You, had to, you had to actually like, stealth your way through different parts and assassinate some enemies stealthily. Mm-hmm. Now is a much lesser of an impact on that because from, again, from the reviews I've seen, it basically, you could easily just run into the middle of the base mm-hmm. and just shoot everybody and you'd be fine. Oh, man. I like I the stealth part aspect of it. Yeah, so they, they made it easier. Yeah, exactly. It's two things that are really, really enjoyed about Far Cry and they're mm-hmm. both gone. I really enjoyed the stealth aspect in uh, Far Cry 3. It was so good. And that I think that's what made me play that game like three or four f- times over because I just loved invading the bases in different manners of stealth. It was just very good. Yeah. I didn't like it so much in four. And I think the reason because like a lot of the bases were like within cliffs or something. So you always had to repel up to it or repel down to it or something like that. Or it was really tight knit, like a corridor of, of mountains, you know? So I don't, I didn't enjoy it too much in four, but I loved it in, in three. I liked it in both. I, I thought, I mean, Again, like our opinions obviously differ in, in this case, but I thought that I in both three and four I thought they were both really well done, mm-hmm. and I'm disappointed to hear what it's uh what it's like in part five. Yeah, I I saw a headline of the story. I didn't read it because I didn't want to read any spoilers, but like the headline of the article for Far Cry Five was um bad ending or something like or an ending that wasn't very well. So I don't know and and. Am I under the impression that there's like multiple endings in this one? Um, I'm not sure. Or is there just one? I did. I did read also that uh, like the the bad guys were nowhere near as memorable as in the past. Like even mm. though like so I know like Far Cry Three had a very memorable bad guy boss, right? Yeah. Um, who stood out among the video game video game enemy crowd, and f- Four was criticized for not having quite as strong and a character, but I thought he was still really good. Uh, like uh, Mage Mage. Jing Ping or whatever the hell that guy's name was. Mm-hmm. I thought he's really good too. And this one is supposed to be even weaker than the others. Hmm. Like, w- what seems to be the, uh, like, what seems to have happened with this Far Cry is that they've reduced the 
seriousness and up the goofiness. So it's kind of becoming like um, what Saints Row became to uh, Grand Theft Auto. Far Cry is becoming that to like, you know, a Skyrim or something, right? Where it's still open world, but it's just mm-hmm. become like this really silly, like silly, mm. silly thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I probably, I, I don't intend on getting it anytime soon. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably. I, I mean, I, I still have to beat. I still have to beat four games. And dude, <laughs> speaking of games I'm playing, so I think I told you um, like two weeks ago, my Xbox literally burnt. Your right? Xbox One fire. X Scorpio yeah, Xbox, edition. The Scorpio edition, um, it burnt itself. Filled the house with with you know smoke, and um, and so I like obviously Microsoft took it away and, and I sent it off to them. They're, they already like the cool thing is like after they got it within a day. Within one day, they already sent me an email saying they're sending me a new one back. Not, is it going to be a Scorpio edition? It better freaking be. It better <laughs> fucking be. They better, put, they better put Master Chief on the outside, too. Dude, if it's not a Scorpio edition, I'm going to have so much freaking sand in my vagina. I can't even tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have a right to have that sand in your Yeah, damn vagina. right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, that's a cool thing. The bad thing is that it's going to take two weeks to deliver. I don't know if they're sending oh. it by like a... Uh, a hot air balloon or what? <laughs> Two freaking weeks of the wait. Uh, wait, aren't they over there in uh, Kirkland, just right, right across? Their, from the their repair center is across the country. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I don't know why. But anyway, with that said, I um, today. So like yesterday, actually this whole week, I've been incredibly productive. Like to the, like my productivity is risen <laughs> to a whole new level. Risen to a whole new level. Because I don't have video games to distract me. All I have is a Nintendo uh, Switch in my house now because my PS4 is at my girlfriend's house. Uh, and I so, mean, like, so what happened to your your other Xbox One? Oh, I said her. So the other Xbox One and the PS4 both are her house oh, somehow. God. So all I have is a Switch at my house, and I started playing Mario for about ten minutes. And like this is the, this is ridiculous. Like this is a good game for playing an airplane. But that's about it. Oh, you don't uh, like Mario that well that much? I mean, I, I like the old ones. This new one, I'm not the biggest fan of. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. But And it's I, a really hard game to play after you start drinking. Like, you really <laughs> need precision when you're trying to make those damn jumps. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. It's so, fun. anyway. So, you know what I started playing today? Hmm. I finally had enough of this no game thing and just being way too productive. Um, so, I started playing, replaying the original Deus Ex that came out back in June of 2000. On what, your years PlayStation ago. 2? No, on, on the PC. Oh, on the PC. Yeah, dude. It's 18 years old. I cannot tell you how impressed I am still with this game. Mm. And, like, I keep thinking back, like, how did they make this so good? And I think, like, it, like I mean, obviously it has, like, a really good story. Right? It has the really, like, some of the best, if not the, the best, like, um, progression uh, trees out there, right? Like not in, that, not in the sense that you progress your character, but how you progress through a level, like all the different ways you can get through it. But I think what really sticks with me is that the intrigue is like I don't know how they built up each level. Like even though it looks so rudimentary by today's standards, right? It's like it really is blocks. But something about each level and everything, how the story and everything mixes together in that level makes me want to keep pushing forward so much to where just today i've spent four hours playing this damn game <laughs> like it's just i just can't help it. like it's it's 18 it's 18 years old yeah. it's older than probably most of the listeners we have but it's so good damn yeah anyway that reminds me though have you given uh human or mankind divide another shot yet no dude why dude i just have so many other games that i'd rather i'd rather play Oh my god. So <laughs> and I'm so good. backlogged on games, dude. Like you, what you are said you playing you, now. Oh my god. I'm playing well, I'm playing Bloodborne since it's free on PlayStation and it's pissing Bloodborne. me the and it's That's pissing a really me hard the, one? It, yeah, it's pissing me the hell off. Yeah, 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 exactly. Why? Um well, I'm starting to understand it now, which uh, which I didn't really quite get. Like I didn't re- realize that your weapon can break. So I was like, why are these people taking so long? to for me to kill them i thought i can kill them in like one or two like slashes and i looked it up and it was like oh your weapon can break and you have to repair it well i didn't know that because the game doesn't explain it so that once i repaired the weapon i started really getting into the game because i was actually lasting and not dying as much 
and um, so I'm understanding the the mechanics of of upgrading your character. I'm understanding the mechanics of farming your souls whenever you collect them and instead of just continuing and dying and then losing them all so i'm starting to understand now how the game operates which makes it easier for me which is actually making it more uh more interesting now because i actually i'm not raging to the point to where i'm like at first i was pissed off i was like this i hate this game but i'm mm -hmm. getting there i'm getting there and then um i freaking started final fantasy uh 15 and i'm like i don't know a couple hours into that and what are, I'm playing a oh, lot of a long ways to go with that one. Yeah, I'm playing Fortnite. I play like you know a couple rounds every day of that. That game is super fun, dude. I, it's so it's so fun. I can see why it's so popular. It's so much fun. And um, and then I have to start the Last Guardian for PlayStation. That's mm -hmm. that's the one with, with the dog. Yeah, with the, like the giant dog with wings and oh, has like uh, yeah, and that one you know th those are those kind of games I love. So I can't wait. Oh, and then I'm in Zelda, dude. I'm like. 10 you no, don't do no. that game yet no dude i'm like i'm like 10 maybe 15 hours in on zelda it's crazy dude, dude. spoiler <laughs> alert that game isn't that hard like i mean oh actually, no it's not actually no no let me rephrase that it is incredibly hard i think in the beginning like first like 10 hours mm -hmm. and after that i think after you maybe beat the first two bosses it becomes so much easier mm-hmm Right, like the, and like the final boss is like yeah. isn't that difficult anymore either. But like it's after you beat all those, and then I would say for anybody who hasn't, uh, who's still playing through that or who wants to play through that, um, up like north, northwest, no, north, yeah, north up like northwest area of the map. That's where you get that master sword from the like is you know the reference to the like a Korean of time or mm -hmm. I mean, like virtually every Zelda, right? Yeah. But that master sword makes such a big difference because the only sword in the game that won't break permanently it'll oh. break uh for a period but then it'll, it'll repair itself over time oh nice yeah so it's really cool to have and i think it won't break at all if you're fighting i think ganon if you're fighting mm -hmm. ganon like it, it's just a sword just it's it is the sword to have because it's super powerful and it won't break like permanently yeah nice that's cool yeah oh like, yeah Zelda's a really good game i I would replay it again, but I know like I won't be able to beat it in two weeks. That I I need to get my X. That will get my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no point in starting it again. Then just get the uh, just get the DLC and play the first. Or is the first DLC yeah. even out? There's two DLCs out now. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, the first one wasn't that good. The second one's supposed to be pretty good. But like honestly, I'd rather play. I'd rather replay Deus Ex on the PC because it's so freaking good. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um. Okay. So anyway, with that said. In well, I have. A, news, I have. Oh, yeah. Continue. Oh, another news. God of War Four has a performance mode, and I thought this was super smart, super cool. Until I read that other games have it too. Performance for it. Oh, really? What games? Yeah. And so what? Wait. First of all, what's the mode, and what games have it? So, what the performance mode does is like, it. You could choose, either you want to play it in four K at thirty frames or ten eighty P at sixty frames, and I was like, that's brilliant. And then yeah. I looked it up, and then other games have it too. So it's not that novel. <laughs> like, for instance, Witcher 3 has it. Yeah. So it's not that novel Wait, at all. so where... I've never seen this. So where do you select this? In the options? Yeah, in the options. Oh. Yeah, like under like video or I don't know, whatever, right? But you, you, like Witcher... Uh, it, I mean, obviously, the 4K won't help you. Oh, you but probably only the enhanced version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so like it, it's and it's only for God of War four or any game really on any game. It's if you have a PS four four PS four Pro yeah. or Xbox One X. Yeah. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm not yeah. surprised. I mean, you have that and option it, on PCs that are capable of it, that. So yeah, and and Witcher's got the same way where it's four God of War four is four K at thirty frames. Witcher is four K at thirty frames, and they're really big games, right? So it got me thinking like, are there any four K games at sixty frames a second? Not on console, I wouldn't think. Oh, but you're wrong. Because you know what? What? Forza 7. Really? And I had to throw Forza in there. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to do it. But yeah, I looked it up. Um, I mean, there's others too, right? But Forza 7 is 60 frames, 4K. And not just 4K, not like upscaled 4K or whatever, right? It's native 4K. Hmm. Which is a pretty big deal. <laughs> for the Forza bow, lovers, bow, I guess. Bow to Forza. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, so I have two more bits of oh, two more bits of news. One, 
No Man's Sky is coming to Xbox One. Yeah, I saw that. Who cares so for, though, right? Yeah, for all of you that want to waste your life playing a game that doesn't matter, please play this game. It comes out not only on Xbox One, but it, I mean, it does come out on Xbox One, but it comes out in 4K with HDR. But here's the thing, Victor. It comes also with a really big update that's supposed to add, I think, story elements. I paused there for a second. I'm thinking, like, what the hell is supposed well, to be? Well, that update think, will only be for the Xbox model? or for No, the, no. Oh. So, so it's just for the, for the Xbox, whole franchise in yeah, general. For, for the Xbox, it won't be an update. It'll just be, like, part of the game, right? For, for the PS4, it'll be an update. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I don't know. At this point, this it's crazy matter? they're still, like, trying to evolve that game or, or like, in, continue enhancing it. I don't know. I thought it was a lost yeah. cause. It, it's like, I would say, at this point, it's like, PS4's version of Sea of Thieves, where it's a game that they poured a bunch of resources into. There was so much hype, and they came out, and it was okay. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like anything revolutionary, right? Like in Sea of Thieves, at least the difference is that it, it may not have a lot to do, but it'll let you do it with friends, right? Mm-hmm. No Man's Sky, there isn't a lot to do, and you have to do it alone. <laughs> like it's kind of ridiculous, right? Like it was like a very lonely, boring game, but. And I tried it not too long ago. I, I played it a little bit again. It felt like the exact same thing I played before, so it wasn't... I don't know. I didn't get into it. Hmm. The last piece of news I have is freaking huge. What is it? So, you ever heard of a little game company called Valve Software? No, never have. So, they made, they made, they made tiny little games like, I don't know, Half-Life Portal. Yeah. Like, nothing, nothing to brag about. <laughs> just kidding because half-life is fucking huge so valve is is officially just re- it released a bunch of information about their new game half-life 2 or half-life 3 even better it's a hmm. game called artifact oh what except that it's super lame because it's just a card game oh my gosh yeah it's just a freaking card game it's a card game based on dota 2 so it's like if anybody's played hearthstone out there Right or or Magic the Gathering is basically that. So if you really like card games, you probably like this. But come on, freaking a! They made Half Life and Half Life Two and Half Life episodes or whatever Orange Box. Like why can't they just make it a, a freaking sequel instead? They make a card game. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Well, <laughs> you know why? It's because Hearthstone has done an incredible job of um, monetizing the video the video game free video game. Right with, with mm. microtransactions, and so Valve obviously saw that, and they want some of that, some of that moolah, mm-hmm. and so they they came out their own card game, and there you have it. Damn. Well, I you know. know, people like people like those games. You can't deny yeah. it. I mean, Dude, I love Hearthstone. I mean, look at uh, look but at the I Witcher's uh, game uh, card game Gwent. That game oh, yeah. was amazing. In The Witcher Three, they tried to do you know bring it out and. I haven't played it. The adaptation that they made of it. It's did you? just like playing it. Yeah, it's just like playing it in uh in the game. Nice. Do they have so a mobile fun. version? No, that's the thing. Damn. See, they need if to bring they it to the mobile. Mobile man. version. Yeah. That, that that's what makes all the sense in the world, right? You because know what would be cool? What? Oh, you know how um you can play words with friends. Uh yeah. It's like uh right. Well, you play Gwent with friends. Like, you don't have to necessarily play in real time. You just guys take your turn whenever you you know do it on your phone yeah it could be cool yeah you know i, I mean it makes sense yeah because like you just take actually it makes a lot of sense yeah it's a card game why not yeah or i mean i mean you don't have to do it that way but i'm just saying Gwent with friends <laughs> <laughs> call it that call it Gwent with friends oh my gosh it sounds hella gay okay, anyway you have, any, you have any news you want to follow up on uh just yeah just really quickly so uh free for the playstation plus coming in april a game i'd want to mention is uh the mad max game and it got a Metacritic of 69. Oh, nice. It wasn't a great Wait, game. Yeah. It wasn't oh. a great game. I think 69 is accurate. But um, I think it's still one worth playing, especially if it's for free. Because it, I think a lot of people will like this game because it's kind of... Um, well, I mean, whoever doesn't... Who doesn't know the the stylistic art, you know, artistry of Mad Max? I mean, it's like in the desert, barren lands, post-apocalyptic. So you kind of have that open world sense. You have the vehicle... You have your little sidekick who looks like Hunchback of Notre Dame that tags along with you. And it's it's a really fun game. And if it's free, so I suggest anybody who has PlayStation Plus to get it. Um, their second game is 
Trackmania Turbo. I don't know what game that is. Who cares? It got an 81 Metacritic, so pretty good. Dude, I got you beat. Yeah. <laughs> Xbox's uh, April game uh-huh. got a perfect 10 from IGN. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> really? What I game was it? Was what, what game was it? The Witness. The Witness. Oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard something. Oh, I'm actually, actually, The Witness is, looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm actually that game. I'm actually gonna download because it yeah. does look really good. Yeah, um, and then they're dropping. They're permanently dropping the price of the PlayStation VR from five hundred or no four three ninety nine to two ninety nine. So dropping it a hundred bucks, probably because aren't they making a newer version of it? Yeah, I think the, I think they are because they are making a newer version. Yeah, and the, they've said that the PlayStation VR I think is the highest uh, selling of all the VRs. But that doesn't really say much because, as far as I can tell, VR isn't really selling that well to begin with. I've been seeing, yeah, like I haven't noticed VR really gaining steam. But what I have noticed is a lot of games are coming out dedicated to VR, which is kind of weird because I don't see the correlation. Like big games or small games? Big games, like you have Skyrim, you have Doom, you have. Oh, I mean, there, there's yeah, a whole but, slew. But, but, both of those games you just named have come out previously for console non VR a long time ago. Oh no, no! I mean, there's adaptations of it. So they're not the, dedicated to VR, right? They, they they've already come out before. Well, no, but they're they're dedicated as in they're remade for the VR setting. They're not like. <laughs> How's that different than the game coming out that comes out alongside the VR companion? What do you what what? So what like if mean? I if how's that how is that different? Uh-huh. <laughs> like let's say if I was making a game called. I'm not saying it's for, different. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, you're saying it's dedicated, right? But it's not really dedicated to VR. Like those games are, are not dedicated to VR because they, they were originally re- made for something else. They, they were just no, but they're uh, making, re-released for VR. But they're making VR versions of them yeah. that you can only play yeah, yeah, in yeah. V- if you have the VR headset because it's a dedicated yeah. game to the VR headset. Uh, that, I think, okay, so we'll agree or disagree there, but I think the saying that it's, de- it's a game dedicated to VR is, is disingenuous because so when so when it says Doom VR across the front of it, and you can only play that game with the VR headset, it's not dedicated to the VR. No, because I'm not, like saying, the same I'm not saying the franchise. That I'm not same saying that game came out like that Doom VR. Is it not the same game that is it not the same Doom that came out? That's on not the what I'm saying though. I'm saying the Doom VR. <laughs> Dude, you realize how silly this argument is? Like you're the one that you're the Doom, one that's arguing that like, it's, not, it's the same. It's, so here, let's just so I'm clear, Doom VR, yeah, is the same Doom that came out on consoles like a year or two ago, right? And the same Skyrim VR is the same Skyrim that came out yeah, yeah. however long. Yeah, they, I'm not, all, they, all they did was change up the controls, right, to like where you control with a VR, right? I suppose so. Okay, I don't know. Like, to me, when you say dedicated game, when you say, when you said to me, to me it makes me think like. Oh, it's a game that's exclusive to VR, right? It's, it's a game just for VR. It's dedicated to VR, right? Like, well, you're, well, then you're misinterpreting what I mean by dedicated. You think I'm saying it's a whole new game. Do you this, work for VR? Do you work for some VR company? Because it sounds like a lot of marketing talk to me. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. So that's getting a price drop. Uh, Days Gone Delayed uh, from 2018 to 2019. No reason given. No definitive date. And Wait, say that again? The last one? Days Gone? Days Gone got delayed. Price drop? Delayed. Oh, delayed. That's the one with the zombies, right? The zombies in the PS4? Yep. Okay. And that's it. Okay, good news. All around. <laughs> okay, so, in uh, as far as the rest of our podcast goes, we wanted to get a, dedicate some time to the World Video Game Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That's it. The World Video Game Hall of Fame. Yeah. So it's something that's relatively new. They, The World Video Game Hall of Fame itself was created by an organization called The Strong, which is um, an organization that dedicates, um, I guess, a collection or an archive and kind of a history of what they consider like to be at play or like play interaction. And video games is one of their branches of it. So they created this... Video Game Hall of Fame back in 2015, and, you know, they've started inducting video games each year. They nominate about, I think, 12 to 13, and then out of those, they actually induct 3 to 4. 
So this year's nominees are, you know, and each year, I mean, there's there's titles that we would all know, and most of them are classical games or games that de- kind of define the gaming franchise um, or just the gaming, um, you know, the gaming culture, as you will, throughout the years. Yeah, they so to get inducted, they really focus on a few different pieces of criteria. One is iconic status, right? How, how widely it's recognized. Another one is longevity, like how it withstands the passage of time. Another one is geographical reach, like how, how widely spread it is. Is it a game that's just like in, in Seattle, Washington, or is it a game that goes all the way across the world? And another one is uh, influence and how it's, it's um, forced out uh, game design as a whole in, in different areas of, of uh, in different areas of game design, right? Different game companies, and so those are like the four uh, criteria that a game has to possess in order to become part of the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And oh, and so you know, I actually I voted on one of them. So like one thing you could do too is like these Hall of Fame games, uh, they're voted on by regular players and an internationally selection selected advisory committee of journalists, scholars, and, and game developers, right? Like, I don't know how they're weighed one versus the other, but you as a gamer, anyone, can vote on what you think the, uh, the next, the, the 2018 inductee should be. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but you could also submit your own game that you think should be admitted into this Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I did both. Cool. When, when, like just within the last day or two? Yeah, after you told me about this, I voted for one for like for the 2018 games. I think I voted for Half-Life. Here's one thing I found that's kind of a problem with this hmm. is that I can go back and re-vote as many times as I want. So I voted three times for Half-Life. <laughs> yeah. And then I actually also submitted an application for what I think a 2019 finalist should be. Which is? Dude, Deus Ex. Oh, God. They'll never get in. I don't know. I think it will. And because that, like, the original Deus Ex, if you look at any, like, list of best games of all time, like, you'd be pretty hard-pressed to find, like, a, a list that doesn't have Deus Ex on there. Mm, maybe. I think so. I don't think I, it fits the criteria of, of longevity and um, iconic, like, world iconic status. I would totally disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so anyway, um, so I submitted that and I voted for Half-Life three times. Um, and so like just to go down the list, like in uh, like 2015, some of the ones that stood out are like obviously Super Mario Brothers, right? Which is like an obvious choice. World of Warcraft, another obvious choice. In 2016, they had The Legend of Zelda, like the original, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they had The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, Grand Theft Auto 3, um, all of which were like iconic in their own in their own uh, in their own way, right? And they all presented a, a new form of gaming uh, as they were released. Um, in 2017, they had Pokemon Red and Blue, um, Street Fighter 2, uh, Halo Combat Evolved, which, you know, amazing game, obviously. And for this year, for 2018, the finalists are Minecraft, John Madden Football, the original from 1988, Tomb Raider, again, the original from 96, Final Fantasy VII, Asteroids, Call of Duty, the original, uh, Dance Dance Revolution. I don't know how that even got in there. Uh, Half Life, King's Quest, Metroid, Miss Pac-Man, and Space War. So I got a question for you, Victor. Are have you not played any of these games in the 2018 finalist list? Oh yeah, I have. You, is there any game you haven't played? Oh, uh, that I haven't played. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I haven't played quite a, quite a few of them. I haven't played King's Quest. I haven't played uh, John Madden. I haven't played the Final. Fa- well, Final Fantasy I did play. Um, yeah, seven. I mean, you dance, have, right? dance revolution. I, I mean, I played it like maybe a couple of times in the arcade. Yeah, like arcade. Yeah, yeah. the only place. I mean, it, it did come out on a PlayStation. Um, but. but that's about it. I mean, I've played Asteroids. I've played Call of Duty. I've played the Final. Have you Fantasy. played Half Life? Um, I've played that maybe like once or twice. Oh, did you not like it? Uh, no, I just don't think it was ever a game I had. Like it was probably somebody's oh. that I played at their house or something like that. Okay, yeah. I really enjoyed Half Life. Um. But yeah, so like some really big games. Uh, Minecraft, um, I think, like if it was up to me, I'd probably pick one of three, either Minecraft, Call of Duty, or Half-Life. 
Because mm. Minecraft is just, it's such a weird game, but it's so good. And the other two are just like really expertly crafted with the, the, the cinematic quality. Mm-hmm. I'd so, probably pick um, Tomb Raider, Metroid. The original? Yeah. Really? Did you even play, you played that then, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, and then which one would I, probably, yeah, Tomb Raider, Metroid, and I guess the last one I'd have to pick is probably Half-Life, even though I didn't play it extensively, I mean, I know what it is, and I know what it has done to the gaming culture, so, you know, it's like, it's technically, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's tech, it's like got the reputation of uh, GoldenEye 007, so. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't think... Goldeneye, I don't think it's like it's been on the nominees list, but I don't think it ever actually won. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Kind of um, crazy. Yeah. Because like I, that's another game like where it's really difficult to find a person who has not played Goldeneye. Oh yeah, and anybody you talk to, I was like, oh Goldeneye, yeah, it's such a good game. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it is a good, good, good game. Like I think anybody who's like in their like you know late twenties, early thirties, or even a little older. I think you you could find anybody in that age group that has like fond memories of playing Goldeneye with their friends, mm-hmm. right? So if you if this was like say like 2019 was a list that you wanted to make for the 2019 winners, what games would you have on there? Oh man, well I can't go through a whole list of like 12 or 13, but a few that I can probably think of is uh, Mega Man. Um, Which tw- one? The, the very first one, original. Well, I mean, the first, like, two or three are great, but I would have to go with the first one just because it's the first one. Um, Mega Man, probably Twisted Metal, the original Twisted wait, wait. Metal. Victor Han. Yeah. The original Mega Man, was that the one that had, like, Mega Man that looked like a, like, almost like a realistic-ish, like, like, like an older man on the cover? Uh, I don't remember what don't the know. cover looked like. I don't think there was ever a realistic oh. man on there. Not realistic, actually, an older man. It was like a, like. A well, I mean like the a, well, I mean the villain is like this old like scientist, I think, right? That that kind of floats in this little uh, in this know. little Wait, hovering is thing. It, is that Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh no! Yeah, that is Sonic. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, and then and then uh, man, even Mario Kart, Mario Kart sixty four. That's a good one. Oh my god, I hate that game. What, dude, Mario Kart? Dude. Mario Kart's like what? the so best. For the, for or the it might not. No, part. it might not even be oh. Super Mario, uh, Mario 64. Just the just the original Super Mario uh, Super Mario Kart. So yeah, Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. Man, I, I I don't know if I like any of the Mario Kart games very much. I love them, man. I feel like I'm so bad at those. Well, that's because you probably are. Yeah, I know. I I know I am. I know I am. <laughs> we the bachelor's party this like, you know the last weekend. So, uh, I brought up my 64, and somebody else brought Mario Kart. My God, I was so bad at it. I just couldn't get it together. Like no matter what, like I just could not get it together because none of it follows. Like, like all the controls feel weird and twitchy. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I just could not figure it out. And, oh. Wow. Not a big fan. <laughs> I was surprised to see how bad I was at Smash Brothers because I used to be really good at Smash Brothers. Really? Yeah, but again, like that, like some there's like there's an Asian guy there who just kicked my ass. True <laughs> <laughs> story. That's funny. Uh, so okay, so if I was gonna put together a list, I think for 2019, here's a pretty good list. So Skyrim, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it kind of reinvented what the open world is like. Mm-hmm. Battlefield Two because it reinvented multiplayer. Super Mario 64 because it, it invented 3D platforming. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid because it showed the world what how uh how cinematic games could be like where you felt like you were in an action movie rather than you were playing a game mm-hmm. Gran Turismo because it reinvented what racing games are like Splinter Cell Chaos Theory because it showed that you need to have patience to be a stealthy assassin unlike even like Metal Gear Solid where you can just kind of run up behind somebody like choke him out for a little bit and then keep running on right Splinter Cell Chaos Theory was a very different kind of stealth game where you have to be like a almost like a predator waiting in the dark mm. to pounce on your prey. And top of the list would be Deus Ex. <laughs> Dude, because like, the game is so good. It's so good. I am, like, you, ah, I wish you'd play it. Yeah, I wish I would too. <laughs> yeah, no, you could. You can, you can make both our wishes come true very easily. <laughs> so if I were to play any Deus Ex, would you want me to play the very first one or the very last one, Mankind Divided? 
No, you should play because like here, you already have Mankind Divided, right? So I think it would make much more sense for you to play Mankind Divided. I would say this to anybody listening: if you are a like a casual gamer that wants to get into a game and you you think Deus Ex may be intriguing, I would recommend the, the last one. If you are like a serious gamer that's grown up with games and you want to revisit a piece of like gaming history gold. I would recommend the original Deus Ex. Mm. Like it's 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 a very it's much more difficult than games are now, and it's much more complicated because like for instance, like let's say like in, in the original Deus Ex, you talk to a character, and they might give you a a password to uh to a systems, and then you, when you like to a door where right when you go to a door, it, the computer the game won't automatically punch it in for you. You have to go back into your log. And look up what that character said when he said it, and use that password to punch it in with your keyboard. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty cool, but like, I, mean, I think that kind of like adds to its charm. Yeah, just because it's like it's it feels more grounded in reality, where you have to actually like like I used to have to use my number numbers keypad right to like to punch in like three four six seven to open up this door. It's kind of cool. Huh. Yeah, and it's so open. Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wish I were to like into that those the that I I just don't like. Um, it's very hard for me to find a sci-fi game that I can get into. There's very few games like sci-fi was probably the least, um, the least favorite of my genres of games. I would say. What's your favorite in genre of games? Um, I would have to say fantasy. Like Skyrim and stuff, and Zelda. Skyrim, um, The Last Guardian, Zelda, yeah. I mean, The Witcher. Um, mm. You know, open open world. Um, not necessarily open world, but just fantasy, fantasy adventure games. Huh. Yeah, exploration, I guess. Yeah, I think, I think exploration is a good way to put it. Where I would say that exploration, I think exploration is very important in a game in general, no matter what the game is. Mm-hmm. And I think if a game, whether it's sci-fi, modern day, fantasy, whatever, right? If it builds a world that that emphasizes exploration and, and entices you to go into the different little areas, I think that's a game that that I would like to play, right? Like that, that's what Deus Ex kind of does for me, where... Like it doesn't matter what setting it's in. Like I, 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 I don't know if I was necessarily like really drawn into um, the sci-fi aspect of it. I think it's just its world is so well thought out, it's so well put together to where like I feel like I want to explore every nook and cranny of it. Hmm. Like one thing, the one thing that's cool in that, in that last day of sex and you one that you're playing is that. Like you could hack into people's computers, right? You can do all the old day of sex games. You could hack into people's computers, but what's neat is that you will see like you could read their emails and it's really easy just to brush them off as nothing, right? But if you look closely, those emails are sent from other like actual in-game characters that you'll meet in the game. Like you just walk past them on the street. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's like actual like people in the game sending those fake emails. <laughs> like, it's pretty neat. It's like, like that, that, like, that little, like, you think, like, if that game has that much attention to detail, to something so insignificant as that, like, how much does it have to offer in terms of exploration, like, as you, as you, you know, break into people's apartments to steal their, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, there's one apartment I remember I broke into, that last game that you're playing, is a crazy cat lady. Like, she literally just had a whole house full of fucking cats and cat pictures. <laughs> it was like so, like something so random and ridiculous. And you could have passed it up, probably? Yeah, it was just something totally random. Like I had just, I was, I was running around this apartment complex and like there were these like, outside of the window, there's like these little like porches, like tiny little porches. You could jump from one to another. And I jumped towards one and I broke into her house, like through her window. <laughs> and I just happened to get in, and it was like a like I just like this random apartment full of cat stuff. That's funny. Like it's so stupid. Catwoman. Yeah. Like cat. Really the cat, cat lady. lady. <laughs> it really was. Oh. Oh my goodness. Anyway, well, that's uh you know kind of for because I mean I I really didn't know a whole lot about 
the uh, the World Video Game Hall of Fame. So I'm sure many listeners probably weren't even aware of it too. So it was kind of fun to kind of dig into this topic because who who knows how big this Hall of Fame will grow? Maybe it'll actually gain a lot of international notoriety. I think I think right now it's kind of gaining traction. I don't think it's you know because um, I mean you didn't know about it when I first mentioned it. Yeah, right? I had no idea when you first talked about it. I I, I thought like. It was one of like some like some some random people put together. Right? I didn't know it was part of an actual museum. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's and, crazy because the Strong Museum yeah. is actually dedicating like this actual physical museum. So it's um, very cool, and they have a lot of stuff from all from all kinds of media. Like they have a toy hall of fame. They have uh, just a variety of stuff, like forty thousand plus uh, pieces or artifacts, and like a, a very comprehensive. Um, you know, archive of just different digital media, and a lot of it is video game related. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, and it's only been around for four years, mm-hmm. so I'm sure it'll grow. I'm sure it'll get bigger and more popular over time. So check it out. Uh, submit your game picks. Who knows? Maybe yours will actually make it, and they might even like you know, because like when you submit a game, mm-hmm. you have to write a quick bio about it and why you think it's important. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll even use that. Who knows, right? That's crazy because I didn't even know you can submit picks. I knew you could vote, but I didn't know you can actually yeah. submit future like future picks for like you know coming years. So that's cool. Are you gonna submit one? I am now probably for next what? year for sure. Are you oh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think long and long. I was gonna say think long and hard. My <laughs> favorite quote. <laughs> gonna think long and hard. Um, I don't know. I'd have to Dude, think about it. I, I have an idea for you. Why don't you submit Forza? <laughs> I mean, I read the Deus Ex as well. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't submit Forza. Because I don't think Forza does, Forza doesn't deserve it. It's not. It it's not a l- it's, old enough franchise. You think? It's not even that. It's because Forza hasn't done anything new. Like uh, where Gran Turismo revolutionized racing games, Forza has only iterated on them. Right? It's become better over time than Gran Turismo by a, a, a huge margin, and I think better than any racing game on the market. But it hasn't really revolutionized anything, right? It's slowly kind of just grown. So it's not like any one Forza game where I can be like, oh, this is the definitive Forza, right? Because they just kind of like slowly, like they change things up and they make it better in some ways, worse than others. But like it hasn't, it's not a revolutionary game. Hmm. You know, that's what history remembers, right? History remembers the the revolution, not the iteration. Did you just think of that quote now? (laughs) 